With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Fred. And Tim Kirkshin's appearance earlier today on The Ride with Royce was brought to you by The Meadows at Mystic Lake. Experience perfection golf. The Meadows. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. One and two. Uh-oh. Oh, that didn't look good. Uh-oh. That's that bicep. Yep. That Uh-oh. did not look good at all. He's just He's walking He's walking away. off the field. Here comes Doug Teeter to take a look. Yeah. And Cabrera's just simply going to walk back yeah. into the clubhouse. Immediately, he dropped the bat, and you could tell right away he was done. The uh, sports person of the day, Miguel Cabrera, the great Miguel Cabrera. He's 35 now, and uh, he had injury problems really for the first time last year. He was limited to 469 at-bats, and he uh, only hit 16 home runs and only drove in 60 runs. This year, he was uh, hurt early in the year. Came back, was uh, not really uh, rolling yet, but you always think he's getting ready to hit. And then last night he popped uh, the uh, left biceps tendon. He will have surgery and will be out for the season. He suffered the injury when he suffered awkwardly at Jake Odorizzi's slider. He immediately walked toward the Tigers' dugout with his left arm hanging at his side. At the end of that inning, I ran up to uh, check on him in the clubhouse, and he said he felt a pop on that swing, said Nicholas Castellanos, the, uh, the young uh, slugger for them. I knew that wasn't good, but we didn't find out how bad it was until after the game. Anyway, Miggy will be remembered uh, no matter what happens from uh, now on in as one of the great right-handed hitters in history. Came up as a 20-year-old rookie uh, with the Marlins, helped them win the World Series in 2003. And uh, these are pretty good numbers since then. Since 2004, home runs and RBIs, 33 and 112, 33 and 116, 26 and 114, 34 and 119, 37 and 127, 34 and 103, 38 and 126, uh, 38 and 126, 30 and 105, 44 and 139, 44 and 137, 25 and 109, and then he had some injuries in 2015, and he uh, only hit 18 and 76, uh, and then in 2016, he came back with 38 and 108, 
Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I know RBIs don't count anymore. No, right? that don't matter. But he had over 112 times in 13 years. Holy cow! And was it 2012? He won the Triple Crown. Uh, yes. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. That's right. For a right-handed hitter who can't run, that was pretty good. Right? Yeah. And he had three three forty four in two thousand eleven, three thirty in two thousand twelve, three forty eight in two thousand thirteen. Uh, that's the other thing. Career batting average when he's hurt now three sixteen for a right hand. Does he player. need to keep playing to make the hall oh, or see a lock? No, I didn't a, think so. He's a first balloter. Okay. Unless we got a lot of idiots. No. He's uh Well, <laughs> he's he's four sixty five. He's got four. But what's amazing, he's already got sixteen hundred and thirty five RBIs. It used to be like fifteen hundred RBIs. Made you a lock, yeah. Was, well, it certainly made you uh, pretty much uh, the other thing. And sixteen hundred and fifty three strikeouts. I was just in, gonna say in eight eighty four fifty six. So that's what fifteen percent. We'll take fifteen percent, yeah. especially Today, now. Yes. We can't get 15% out of uh, the slap-hitting uh, former catcher anymore, can we? How 15? about these numbers? 30 for 2019, 30 for 2020, 30 for 21, and 32 for 22, and 32 for 23. That's what they still owe him for money these uh, next couple of and years. And when's he done? Uh, he Well, he has... He's done after 23, but he has a $30 million vesting option if he finishes in the top 10 of MVP voting in 23. And, yeah, that's not going to happen. Not gonna happen. But he's, they owe him for five more years? They owe him for five more years. Well, that's at least $30 million annually. Well, here's rooting for him. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. And uh, Who would you take, him or Pujols in their prime? I think I'd take this guy. I think I would, too. And, boy, it's close. But uh, I, I, but the thing about him is he became such a threat to right center field. He yes. didn't have to pull the ball. He, and that yeah. the other thing is, now, Albert played in St. Louis, which is not a hitter's ballpark. But this guy played in Comerica. Yeah. A lot of his career, man. What if he'd been in Camden Yards, say? What, what do you think his number is? I still think he, I still yeah. th- if he, <laughs> with this right field. Oh my god. With this right field, he wouldn't even had to uh he wouldn't even And what people drive. forget too, when he won that World Series with the Marlins, he was an outfielder. He was a oh, really yeah, fast a gr- yeah, gunning I, uh, out right fielder. Yeah, I covered that World Series and uh you know, he was a he was a uh, young kid and you said, What the hell's he doing here? And boom, 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 he started hitting. That was a hell of a World Series. That was a fun World Series. Well, you had Beckett. Beckett was just dominant against the Yankees in that series. And, you know, we were still mad at the Yankees for being too dominant. So we wanted the... Oh, everybody was rooting for the fish. Miami to beat them. Absolutely. Well, did not... uh, McKeon took... He took over about maybe 30 games into that season. And he pitched uh, pitched Beckett on short rest, right? Mm -hmm. For game six, yeah. yeah, And he pitched... uh, And Beckett went the whole way in game six. And Pavano was on that team, wasn't he? Carl, yeah, he was on that team. Pavano pitched a great game. Was was our guy Mark Redman the pitcher? He might have been I think he might have been on that team, too. I think he was in the rotation. If he was on the rotation, it was as an afterthought. But that was, you know, that was a that was a... That was a uh, a very fun World Series and a and a very dynamic team that, like all championship teams in Miami, they quickly broke. Yeah, let's sell these pieces and get some more. Let's get rid of well because they traded Beckett and Lowell. 
to the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Yes. They traded Miggy and Don Trell to the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Derek Lee left too, right? Derek Lee left Derek Lee for the Cubs. the Cubs. Yeah, man. Don Trell, by the way, very good on the. Uh, I agree on the oh. uh, ML, on the. Uh, it's a uh, F. Fox Sports One, right? Is what he. Well, he on. does the Saturday stuff, right? Isn't it yeah. the game of the week yeah. or whatever that they have? And he does the he does the uh, mm-hmm. studio stuff. Yeah, you know I told you, f- you the best one was earlier this year when they showed the home run that Sano hit. One of the one of the bombs he hit. Did he hit a bomb in the Yankee Stadium? No, I can't remember where he he hit a bomb somewhere, and the and the left fielder just turned and looked, and Don Trell says. I can't. I can't put up with that. I need three courtesy. <laughs> I need three courtesy steps. Man. He says, "If I give up one like that, I want him to give me three courtesy steps, man." Just to make him <laughs> think it like wasn't that big of a home run. That, yeah. You know, you forgot off that Marlins team. Pudge. Oh yeah, Pudge was the catcher. Yeah, Pudge was there just that one year, and then he went and he signed the big contract with the Tigers the next year. Had we started uh, steroid dressing then? Because I was thinking that's the small. That was the smaller Pudge. In O two, or is he still the uh, thick, muscular Pudge? What kind of parent kind of... names your kid Pudge? Well, no, it's Ivan, but they okay, call him then. Pudge. Well, that's a mean nickname. Mm-hmm. I just I call mean, him Lardass. He's in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> oh, one of the yeah. most obvious steroids of all time, but uh, we didn't, uh, we never caught him. So. Well, you know why? They apply the Roycey rule. That's right. If you don't get caught, it's America. If you don't get caught, you get away with it. That's fine. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Bruce McGuire, the quadrennial. World Cup preview. Every soccer fan in Minnesota waits to have these two great soccer minds get together. Bruce uh, McGuire is with me. He, uh, you can follow his soccer observations at Dunord Soccer, right? Uh, do D U N O R D? Yeah, Dunord Football. Do Nord Football. Excuse me. Exactly I, yes. right. Yeah. Football or football? Do you spell the it Spanish? Football. Okay. Football. Okay. And you can follow him on Twitter at just at Dunard. D U N O R D. Bruce, uh, you work at the University of Minnesota. How much vacation do you get a year? I get five weeks. I've been and there 18 years. 18 years, and you're going to use three of them to watch World Cup soccer, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can accumulate. Okay, so you got year a little left. So what you do cushion. is you save a little so you can make sure you don't have to miss any soccer. Uh, how much? He's sushri. He's the sushri of the <laughs> University yes, of Minnesota. Right, right. <laughs> hey, uh, how much? Uh, I know you're enthused for the World Cup. How much uh, not having the U.S. in it, does that take uh, 20% or something off it? What do you think? What does it do? It might be the opposite. It might be 80%. Really? I mean, it's just a real kick in the teeth, you know? And uh, But today, I started feeling it. Okay. (laughs) It starts tomorrow. Okay. Today, I would have started feeling it two months ago. If if the U.S. was playing. Yeah. Now, uh, the... We, we're getting started. We're off to a flying start because the Spanish coach announced he was going to Real Madrid. Is that right? Yeah. And and they fired him. Why Why did they fire him? I, I honestly don't really know. I think it's because He's a, the egos are so big in those kind of leagues. Okay. 
that I think the people who run the Spanish Football Association, they didn't know anything about it. They weren't involved. And he had just signed a contract extension to stay on. As the Spanish international coach, right? But then here's Real Madrid basically just saying, like, we're more important than the national team. Mm -hmm. You people don't matter. We're going to sign in without even asking you. And if uh, there are players from... Other teams in that league is the is is well, but they must they must get together when they're on the national team. But maybe they don't trust the coach who's going to be at Real Madrid or something. I, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's what's better. his name actually. The new coach or the yeah, old no, one? The guy that uh, that left, went to Real Madrid because I can't pronounce it. It's really hard to say. It's Lope Tuya. Uh, okay, Lope Tuya. I tell I you, always butcher it. There, I bet I got it wrong again. And and the last time around, how did the Spaniards do? What, they finished third? Did they? Yeah. Okay. And how, expectations large? Or? They're huge. They are. Absolutely okay. favorites. Did we name a coach yet? Yeah, they did. Immediately. Just assistant or some guy? No, they, I think the guy who was like above him, kind of like the GM. Okay. Came but a down. longtime player. But here's what's interesting. This guy was the longtime captain of Real Madrid. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't a surprise he would be the guy they'd hire. Why did they get rid of their coach? Or did he leave? At Real Madrid. Why Real Madrid, get... no. Uh, their coach for the last three years was their most famous player of the modern era, Zinedine Zidane, the Frenchman. Oh, sure. yeah. And they've won three European championships in a row. And he said, you know what? That's it. <laughs> I'm the, walking, the, baby. The only thing that can happen is bad from exactly, here on in. Right? Right? If we Especially don't win... at Real Madrid. Yes. Well, that, it, they are... There is no sport because of the emotions involved as crazy as soccer as far as blowing out coaches. How many of the how many European teams do we have? Uh, in the tournament? Yeah. Nine or so? Nine? I think thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Nine of the I'm not sure a European team's gonna win, but let's say a European team wins. Nine of the twelve that don't win are gonna get fired. Coaches. Yeah. If you don't win, you get fired. Maybe all 12. (laughs) I wouldn't even be surprised. I wouldn't take take that bet. You'd think it would be more, huh? It might be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Fernando Hierro is now the coach of Spain. So we'll see. Okay. And I saw one of their key players, Gerard Piquet. This is interesting. He sent a tweet out today that he referenced the, was it 88 or 98 Michigan University of Michigan team that won the NCAA oh, tournament. basketball when they fired. Oh, really? When, yeah. When uh, Bo Schambrechler fired. Freeder. Bill Freeder was going to go to Arizona. Steve Fisher. Fish, Steve Fisher came in and won it. And, and won the tournament. How would this guy know? But did he did he go to his people and say, somebody find me an example of a, of a team that won when the coach got fired? But that sounds good to me. How much with a national team? How much strategies would be tied to the head coach that this could screw up? I mean, it's, it's it, not. It's us. It's it's massaging the egos. Okay, that's what it's all about. It's well, all about massaging the egos because every at, guy at in that, that team, well, when every you got guy a in the, team that talented, they're all stars. Every okay. player on the team is. Okay, all right. So uh, who is the? Who do they have to? Who does this guy have to get on board then? What what two or three guys? I mean, that's really, you know, it, it's the question that I don't know mm-hmm. if they can answer because having PK come out like that mm-hmm. and say we're going to do this anyway is mm-hmm. a great thing. But I, I just looked through their team, who who they have, and you know, it, 
I don't even know where to start with Spain. Mm-hmm. They have Sergio Ramos plays for Real Madrid. Okay. He is like, I mean, and this dude wins. Mm-hmm. He wins a lot. But he's also like, I'm trying to think of the player's name that used to play for the Pistons. and you, Not not in the Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn era, but after that, and used to get all the technical fouls. Uh, who we, who Something we, Rick, Wallace, right? Oh, Ben Wallace. Big no, ben not Wall- Ben no, Wallace. No. Um, oh, Rick, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wallace, Wallace, Wallace. And so... The, the NBA forward. From the, the Pistons. Power, the power Rashid forward. Rasheed Wallace. Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. This Ugh. guy's like, way to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. He's like Rasheed Wallace in that he wins, but he has 19 red cards. Most okay. people in their career get two or three. Okay. 19. So he's a hothead. And he so is. this guy's got to get him controlled then. You, you have to make him believe mm-hmm. that, that you know what you're doing. Now, in the World Cup, if I get a red card, what happens to me? You miss the next game. Just the next game. But what if, if I get two? Yeah, am I out of the tournament or anything? No, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're only guaranteed three games. So then your you, your team would have to advance. There, there was one a few years ago where Uruguay was playing Ghana late in the game. It's tied up. Ghana mm-hmm. has an open shot on goal, and one of the Uruguay players dives and slaps it down with his bare yes. hands. Yeah, red card penalty. He was also their best goal scorer for Uruguay. He missed the next game, and they got beat in the next round because they had no one to score goals. So it's a big risk. How did this damn thing wind up in Russia? They bribe everybody? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I mean, you do why it any other way. Well, it's not as bad as Qatar, I guess, which no. just absolutely gave just away the it. farm. They yeah, bought they just it. bought it. Yeah, They bought it. No and problem. Today, uh, was it today or last night that it was revealed that the U.S. indeed beat out Morocco with the help of Mexico and Canada why? Why did they feel? What, what do you know about this? Why did they feel they had to make it a three-country bid? You know, initially they were bidding on their own, mm-hmm. and the Mexico US. kind of put up a stink because they wanted to bid. Okay, and I think at some point they just got together, sat down at the table. Let Canada have a game or two, then too, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And the, but the president of Concacaf, the region mm-hmm. here, is mm-hmm. Canadian. Oh, okay, okay. That I think something. that's where that comes into play. Okay, and also right. Canada hasn't been to the World Cup since like the early '80s. Yes, so but now we're, we're get... going with 48 teams by then. I know it's right? going to be impossible to miss. Right, but but uh, they'll get in automatically. How much is 48 teams having to do with U.S. TV? All of it. Is it Chinese yeah. TV? Yeah, yeah. That I never Indian thought of that. TV? China. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent. That's all it is. It's gonna take a lot of fun out of the qualifying, though, isn't it? It's dead. Mm-hmm. Qualifying's dead. I, I have people I know say I really want to go to Mexico City for one of those USA Mexico games, which I've done a couple times, yeah. and there's nothing like it. It's yes. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you only got one more chance. Yeah, it's gonna be three years from now. Before the next World Cup, because after that they expand it. Qualifying's done. Oh, the next one's still thirty-two. Yeah, I thought it was forty-eight. No, Qatar's okay. still thirty-two. Okay, but they sure as hell weren't going to have one in the United States with any chance of the U.S. not making it. That would uh, that would not work too well. Although in '94 they had booked it, and the U.S. hadn't made the World Cup in forty years. They made her, and they made it in '90 right before it. But they had already given them the World Cup, so. Uh, you know, I, I know uh, this may make me sound pretty stupid, but I just can't imagine the U.S. not qualifying for another World Cup no, for a long time. No, and by the way, uh, 
the uh, 2026, you know what that is, don't you? 250 years. That's our big national celebration. It is, isn't right? it? It's yes, 250, right. right. I don't know what we call 250, uh, bicentennial. Yeah. I completely ignored the bicentennial. My goal is to still be alive and actually participate in the patriotic frenzy, and including a couple of soccer games. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm so- all in. Sounds really good. All right. I always uh, need this question from you when you're here for the World Cup preview. What is the group? Where is the group of death? I need the group of death. That's one of my favorite soccer things for the it's World me, Cup. I think it's incredible. Yes. I mean, whoever came up with that deserves, yes. a, deserves yes. <laughs> yes. A, a trademark. That's right. Because it's genius. But I've always said they got to name the group of death after the World Cup's over. Because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> yes, right. You know? But they always name it before. Because it's, it's fun. So I look at it this way. You got Portugal and Spain in the same group. Oh. The other two teams well, with them are that, weaker, but still. But that's... Death just when they play each other, Portugal and Spain, right? But one of them wants to finish first. Yes, you know okay. that's what they want. They mm-hmm. really want that. But I think if you look at it, is group, Morocco any good? No. Okay. No. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, group G: Belgium, England, Tunisia, Panama. Again, it's almost similar to Group B. So there's two big guns, and then two others. And frankly, Panama might be the worst team in the tournament. I don't know. So, so Belgium, Panama. Tunisia, England. Okay, so there isn't but, one that's three. That's got three. That uh, you, I mean, you Japan, go, Colombia, can, Poland. That could be pretty good. It's very even. Yes, that's a very even group. Mm-hmm. But you look at Group F: Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. I think that's the one with the best. Mm-hmm. Like Germany's ranked one, Mexico fifteen, Sweden twenty four, so Korea fifty. Mexico might not get out, huh? Well, well Switzerland. Gonna, uh, Sweden's always good, right? Yeah, I mean they. Play kind of a boring hockey, don't they? Although I mean, they, not soccer. Yeah, they play boring hockey too. Oh, they um, know they play fast hockey. Too. Yeah, this might be the best Mexico team in a long, long, long time, even ever. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna shock. The some great people. thing about these three, uh, these three game four team groups is, if a favorite gets a draw. Or loses in the first round, the pucker factor is just incredible. It's unreal. I know. Everything rides on that first game. Yeah. Everything. Well, when we beat Columbia here in '94, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was. The guy like, got murdered. Was, yeah, right. That's how that bad was it was. Right. I do think Columbia soccer was much more exciting when Pablo was running it, don't oh you? Oh, my God. <laughs> they, were, they were really good. And, uh, you know, the and it also made for a very good 30 30, the two Escobars. It was incredible, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah. The, what was it? Andres that got murdered? No, his name is uh, you got Pablo Escobar, and this is another student. This is our our next Rashid Wallace. Yeah, um, but he just he was he came back, and everybody was saying saying to him, "Hey, watch it! These people are really mad." Yeah, and he went out to the bar, right? And they shot Bang. him when he left the bar. Right? Yeah, shot him. He was he the captain the of the team, and that was pretty brutal. I remember seeing interview with the U.S. players mm-hmm. who had just played them and yes, knocked them out, I, and they were, I mean, they were. Yeah, well, they were going to win it. They were going to win it. Yeah. 94 Columbia. They were, uh, that was at the Silverdome, right? They beat them in the Silverdome. I remember no, watching that one. I think that them. might have been at the Rose Bowl. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back. Bruce McGuire. Now we're, we're going to get in the nitty gritty when we get back here. Bruce uh, McGuire is with me. Do Nord, D U N O R D, football, F U T B O L. 
Uh, that is his uh, blog, and also you can follow him on Twitter at Dunard, just at Dunard. Now, how active are you in social media as you're watching World Cup games, or you just focus on them? Do you not? Do you stay off Twitter? I do. I don't know how people do it uh-huh. during a game like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that. I've tried, and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do two things at once. Remind me, uh, you told you've told me a few times where your obsession uh, with this game comes from. We had a neighbor who was German. Okay, I was in, in town here or where? Yeah, and when I was maybe eleven or twelve. Okay, and I don't think the the day before I played my first game, I don't think I had ever even heard of soccer. Okay, this was like seventy three, mm-hmm. and I was always a good athlete, but I just took to it. I was immediately uh-huh. good, and I loved playing, and it started from there. And then the next year, the Minnesota Kicks showed up. Oh, okay, and you go to those games. And, you know, the place was on fire. And you'd see these great players from all over the world. And, you know. There was a World Cup going on when the kicks were in town. And we didn't even, we didn't pay any attention to it. And the thing about it, I I wrote something about this the other day and got, I mean, a month ago and got some heat. But we knew those guys, the kicks. We knew them all because they had like 14 players, you know. And the same guys played every game. And they, you know. Easy names to pronounce. We knew where they were from, except Ace. Ace, but well, Nesta we But we didn't need Nestle Lingue because he was just, just Ace. Ace. He was just Ace. But it, it is astounding that how quickly Minnesotans who knew nothing about soccer got familiar with those players. It was crazy. They were everywhere. I don't yeah. even know how it happened. Yeah, that was really amazing. But Ace was the player when I saw him play that I said, "Whoa, mm-hmm. I can do this." Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That's that's good. Uh, but so now let's start talking about what's going to happen here. What? Who are the are the the same old same olds? Are we got any new teams to watch? Who's who's? Uh, give me your group. Here, give me who's coming out of the group number one. Eight eight groups. You got the groups right? Yeah. Okay. You give got- me who's coming out of the group number one. Why you think so? Uruguay. Because they're in the worst group maybe I've ever seen with really? Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia's easily the worst team to ever host this tournament. They are terrible. Okay, so who? Terrible. Ar- 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 Uruguay. Yeah. Against who? Who are they with? It's. I think it's going to be them in Egypt advance. Okay, but when you go back to World Cup history, yeah, Uruguay was a early power. Be- Right, like the forties, right? Fifties, didn't they win 30s, a couple? Of, yeah, didn't they win a couple of World Cups? At least one. Yeah. By the way, there's only eight teams that have won it, and they're one of them. By the way, I want to go there because of a piece done by the late great Anthony Bourdain about visiting down there. Did you see that? Absolutely. This skinny little country. It's it's as wide as this building, and it runs hundreds of miles. I mean, it's like it's next. It's near Chile, obviously. Yeah. Chile's next door, but I want to go there. It's, it's, it's got a thriving economy, a thriving population, and they got a. When did they get good again? I would say maybe twelve years ago, because they missed it a few times, right? They might have. I can't yeah. remember, but they, mm-hmm. they're you know they they have that golden generation like people talk about yeah. with any sports yeah. team. Yeah, you know, and Spain's kind of at the end of it, and they're trying to keep it going. And uh, South America, of course, is is salty too to even advance to get out of there. Oh yeah, right? it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. Argentina barely got out. 
Mary got out. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. So uh, give me another one, and then we'll come back and go through the other groups. Yeah. Um, group B, I think Portugal's going to do this. Beat Spain? I do, and I think Cristiano Ronaldo's the reason. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he showed it last year at the European Championship. Like, he wasn't going to take – he got hurt in the final game, and he stood on the sideline and basically coached that team to victory. You ever see that statue he had made of himself? Oh, yeah. It's very, incredible. Very boastful, wasn't it? Did yeah. you think it was very vain on his part? Did that... you see the one of him at the airport over there? No. Where his face is all contorted and twisted and weird? No. It's like psychedelic. So, so, so kind of like uh, uh, Picasso painting or something. Huh? Only only untalented Picasso. Oh, really? Like horrific. And huh. he, he had to stand there with a big stupid grin while they unveiled it. Oh, really? Oh, man. Unbelievable. Cool. Well, not as bad as uh, the uh, the Brandy Chastain oh, uh, oh plaque. That was the wow. worst thing I ever saw. For what? That was the Bay Area Hall of Fame, yeah. right? Was that a Bay Area I was even of- offended. Oh. That was brutal. Was that Ma Barker? I think they took a picture <laughs> yeah, of. Right. It was unbelievable. Oh my god! We'll be back uh, with uh, more of the Quadrennial World Cup preview with Bruce McGuire. Ride with Royce. Time for a look at traffic. Just check the weather briefly. Traffic and weather together. And this one's sponsored by Orkin. And we still have this Maple Grove madness that's really turned northbound 494 into a quagmire. It was already dubious, and now we have this left lane blocker westbound 494 to westbound at 94 in the Fish Lake split. And uh, she's a real heartbreaker between uh, Highway 62 and I-94. Be happy if you can get that dance done in under 45 minutes. Over on the east side, southbound 35E out of downtown St. Paul, a 25-minute drive down to 494. And you'll see a wreck on the other side of the river bridge slowing your flow there. Northbound 35E, 494 into downtown, 30 minutes. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit orkin.com today. Orkin. Pest control down to a science. 63 tonight. It's 79 right now. All right, we got to run through the other groups, and then we'll talk about a few of the goofy coaches that we have in this World Cup. Just not goofy. Come okay. On, All right. Okay. Okay. What? Uh, who, who else you like in the groups? I think France looks incredible. Okay. I mean, they might. They they've either done great or melted down. Yes. So either they way, they always have the. Uh, they're they're always this far from dissension and completely coming apart, right? Which is fantastic. Yes, that's right. what we that's, want. Oh, that's one or the good. other. I'll take yes. them both. Who's their big gun? Their best player is probably Antoine Griezmann, but mm-hmm. they have a lot of them. Okay. I mean, people say they're the team this year that could have two teams at the World Cup. Really? Yeah. Wow. They're that deep. Mm. But um, Griezmann is a special player. Okay. But they have a lot of them. Um, I think in Group D, it's pretty easy with Argentina, but they might just win every game one to nothing with Lionel Messi scoring every goal. Do they play a very boring uh, soccer, Argentina, or what? I go into every World Cup thinking they're so great and fun to watch, and I mm-hmm. they, they about kill me. End up getting disappointed. Huh? Yeah, it's brutal. Um, group E, Brazil. Okay. That's, I think, How good are easy. they? Have they overcome the seven zero? No. Have they? Have no. they ever gotten over it? No. My friend Daniel was, that was just there. That was your semifinals, there. right? Yeah. yeah. At home. At home. My friend Daniel was just there and talked to all, you know every cabbie and Uber driver, and they're all still they still can't believe it, huh? Yeah. Where was that game played? Sao Paulo. That was in uh, Belo Horizonte. Okay. Yeah. I remember. That was the. That was the. 
most depressed-looking sports crowd I have ever seen. It was to unreal. The point it was dangerous. I was over in at the Glocken, the old Glockenspiel in St. Paul, yes. with a room full of Germans, mm-hmm. and and. Germany scored early, and I looked over at this guy Lubert that I know, mm. and and I yelled, a, you know, kind of gave him the fist, and he, yeah. he yelled back, "Bruce, I am more nervous now." <laughs> and then, you know, twenty minutes later, it's two nothing, three yeah. nothing, four oh, nothing, five nothing, and then they just went nuts. Yes, it was what, incredible. What else you got? Germany and Mexico play on Sunday morning. Oh, this right off the and bat. And I think huh? that's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. I think that could be a I'm fun I'm rooting game. for Mexico. What the hell? CONCACAF. Come I, on. Go CONCACAF. I can't cheer for them, but they're good. Okay. I just can't do it. Group G has the biggest dark horse, though, Belgium. They're good. Huh? That's a team to look for. They have mm-hmm. a really good team. Really slightly overlooked. Okay. But a great deep team. They're excellent. And then Group H is one of those weird ones. Like we said earlier, Poland, Colombia, Senegal, Japan. It, it's hard to pick. I, I would imagine the Poles play boring soccer and try to beat you one to nothing. Am I wrong? No. 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 They, they're just something about them. Every sport I've ever seen them in. Yeah, no. When they wrestle, they stall. I've seen them wrestle yeah. and stuff like that. They're not aggressive. They. Yeah. I think they have the guy who's going to score the most goals. Oh, really? Robert Lewandowski. Really? Yeah. Good for him. He's great. Okay. He plays for Bayern Munich. Oh, okay. So he knows how to pour him in. All right. Uh, That's the groups. Uh, all right, coaches. Who's uh, who's fun to watch? Well, the who's, characters. Who's, who it's goes, always yeah. beautiful to yeah. have characters. So the Brazil coach. Yes. Who are we? Are we same, not the same. We got rid of the one where they got beat seven to nothing. Right? Yeah, we yeah, ran no, immediately. On. No. <laughs> He's never been seen again. So the guy's name is spelled T I T E. Tight. Tight. Which is great, but it's spelled uh, Chiche. Chiche. Or it's, it's pronounced Chiche. Chiche. Yeah. But it's T-I-T-E. T-I-T-E. Yeah. T- I like tight. I might have trouble with Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's he, Goofy? No, I just think his name is spectacular, okay. Okay. and I want to say it all day okay. long. Okay. You know, I remember when it was in South Africa, one of the announcers kept saying, there was a player named uh, Shabalala, uh-huh. and every announcer couldn't stop saying it. Yeah. So I now, think you're going to hear a lot of How many Chi-Chi. of our Brazilians are one-namers? Quite uh, a few. Not as many as there used Not to be. Not as many used to be. Yeah. Neymar's healthy, though, right? He is. is he's he? going to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see if he's living up to it, right? Okay. I don't know. The Iceland coach, whose name is uh, Heimer Halgrimson, okay. is a dentist. Oh, really? Just fantastic. Now, they, they made a, what'd they do? They in the European a, Championship, Championship, they made a hell of a run. run. And yeah, they beat England right. in the knockout yeah, stages. Yeah, that's right. They beat England and the tabloids went nuts. Their population is Iceland. smaller than St. Paul. Or no, slightly bigger than St. Paul. Really? Yeah, 330,000 for the whole country. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get found out. Okay. I think they're doomed. Okay, but he's a dentist, so he's this a is dentist. a part-time job. He's got another job. He's covered. <laughs> and he, he said that there's there, there's patients of his that will wait for months just to have an appointment with him. Really? Because yeah, they want to talk soccer, uh, Apparently, yeah. Um, and the other one I want to talk about is the England always seems to have a coach that overshadows the whole team, has a giant ego, and it's ridiculous. And now they got a guy named Gareth, Gareth Southgate who just stays out of the way, stays really? out of the limelight. Are that's, they talented or not? That's why I think they might have a chance to do some damage. Are Scotland or Ireland or Wales in it? None no, of them? None Only of them. England. Huh? Only England. None yeah. of them made it, huh? Yeah, no. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's. I'm sure the uh, the the Irish, as I from what I covered, ninety four. The first game I covered was Ireland and Italy, the opener. That's an incredible At game. Giant stadium. Yeah. 
in 94, and they were really mad because the night before, all they saw on TV was this white trolley driving around. What is wrong? It is the World Cup, they'd said. And I said, well, he's a pretty well-known guy. that might have murdered two people. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be back. Hey, by the way, Great Outdoors coming up. You're right. We're going to be talking about turning wolves loose on the poor moose on Isle Royale up there. Uh, we got to eat the moose. What? chance does a poor old slow-moving moose have against a pack of wolves about as much as a raccoon does in saint paul (laughs) that's right you're the first guy to mention it on this show dang it they serve no purpose (laughs) we would have been a lot better off if that raccoon would have fell off the building all right we'll be back Uh, Bruce McGuire with us. Uh, I have uh, noted that the uh, the U.S. is trying a little uh, young development here, uh, trying to put a young group together to play all these international friendlies. Whose idea is that? Who's that coming from that says, hey, we got to build a new base here? Who's Who's running the? They don't have a ma- a manager as such. Who's running it? No, I mean they they just got a brand new president of the uh, the okay. federation. They just hired a general manager. They have an interim coach. It's kind of coming from the will of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, the fans have been screaming for young, young, young for a long time. Well, who beyond the uh, who the, the kid the Pula whatever Pulisic. Yeah, who who else? They got any other potential yeah. phenoms here? Weston McKinney. Okay. He's 18 and he starts for Schalke in Germany, another okay. great team. Oh, yes. He's mega talented. Okay. There's another kid named Josh Sargent that's a forward from St. Louis and mm-hmm. uh he hasn't even played a professional game yet. Okay. He just turned 18 and he's in Germany too. It seems like they're sending all of them to play for teams in Germany, but there's a lot of them and they're really talented. Well, that's good because uh, they get a, you know. So next time around, they should be a, a little better. What else? What else we got here? What 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 do we got for us uh, soccer strangers? What do we? What game we got to watch? I Mexico think Germany. Mexico Germany is great. On Friday, it's Spain and Portugal. Okay, which okay. is really tremendous. What what's the opener? First of them all, Saudi Arabia against Russia. Okay, so yeah. they and and who and Russia's so bad, Saudi Arabia might beat them. Yeah. That's kind of like if uh, the NFL season kicked, or maybe the Super Bowl was Cleveland Browns and Detroit Lions, Mm -hmm. something like that. Not Um, having the U.S. hurts, but also having it in a non-mysterious country like Russia doesn't help either. You know, you always like to see, oh, you know, where are they they going? What are they doing here? And And the games are at 7 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 Mm p.m. So if you're working, you got to take a day off. But I think you've got Brazil, Switzerland could be good. Uruguay, Egypt, France, Peru could be a great one. Mm-hmm. That could just be people running up high Peru's speed end to end. Who, uh, which coach might get fired during the tournament if he oh, loses his opener? <laughs> that could be fantastic. Yeah, oh, well, they could they, they 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 could replace a guy if they don't. If Brazil loses the opener, they could replace the guy. They could, but if Russia maybe got beat six nothing, yeah, that, could, we may never see him again. No, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Like he wouldn't even bank it back to his hotel. That would be kind of cool. Yes. Um, and the last round of the group stage is Belgium and England. And they're two of the better teams okay. in the whole tournament. So that's another great one. All right. Here's uh, here's my uh, my one of my more recent issues with soccer. Yeah. CONCACAF. We got to get a new name. I know. Can't, can't we? What, 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 let's let's come up with a name here. What can't we call it? The Northern North Northern slash Central Americas. Can we do that? 
Yeah, or how about the Northwest Hemisphere? Uh, that's hemis- good. He- hemis- anything. Hemisphere is too long. Yes, yeah, I know. anything. Let's, I know. let's uh, CONCACAF. It, it, it makes no sense. And South America's got a stupid name, too, but they just but we can just say South America. Yes, right. right. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I think that would, uh, that would do us a lot of good. Yeah. Now, are there going to be any... When we do this next time, the qualifying, same group of countries, uh, no, nothing new, nothing different. One more, one more time around for qualifying three years from now. Okay. It'll be great. And then that's it. Yeah, because hey, they go to 48 teams. Canada, you mentioned Canada. Yeah. Uh, they got any hockey environment, I mean, soccer environment going at all up there? They got a good hockey environment. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Are they have any program going? They're trying hard, and they got a great player. Who's? A young kid named Alfonso Davies. Okay. I think he's the fastest player I've ever seen in person. Where is he playing? He plays for Vancouver. And he's about to get sold to Europe very soon. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He's really talented. What's going to uh, happen with our uh, loons uh, between now and when they start playing again? Well, we can Two watch weeks, right? we can watch Francisco Calvo play yeah. for Costa Rica. Okay. Costa bleeping <laughs> Rica. Uh, now I shouldn't bring this up. Uh, we only got a minute here, but Okay. Francisco's got to cool it, man. He's got to stop looking at blogs and getting offended. What's his deal? He's, it's just a different environment and he's not used to it or what? It's not easy when you lose. Yeah. No matter what. But you know? he's, uh, you know, the, he's a little the, too sensitive. Yeah. The, uh, the thin skin thing is, uh, is he their best player when no. he's healthy? No. no. Who's uh-huh. their best player? Christian Ramirez or Miguel Still, Ibarra. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but Dar- Darwin Quintero is their most talented player, okay. but he's 30. Mm-hmm. You know, he's thirty. He's he's, he's cro- crossing the crossing the top of the hill. All right. Uh, how many times you've been over and look at the new stadium? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Yeah, I've only been in it once. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Hey, uh, Wolves on Isle Royal when uh, on the Great Outdoor Show. Uh, we're going to talk about how are the moose going to escape these packs of uh, varmints that they're going to turn loose on them up there. Bruce, thanks for coming in, and we'll probably check with you in a couple of weeks to see what your observations are You're on the uh, World Cup to this point. And uh, once again, U.S. has, uh, along with Mexico and Canada, will host in 2026. I Even despite uh, Hope Solo's attempt to get it to Morocco, uh, it didn't work out. I, 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 I always kind of felt we were favored over Morocco. A little bit, you? but it would be kind of cool to go to a tournament oh, in Morocco, yes. right? Yeah, because we could see some of those old road movies, Road to Morocco. Would be Perfect. Great. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Tell me you will try. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. 
And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.